Hello, everybody, and welcome to Take Somali. Quick disclaimer, I am not a doctor, lawyer, scientist, bread baker, candlestick maker. At best, I am a digital marketing consultant who graduated with a Bachelor of the Arts and Honors in mass communication. At worst, I am a stand-up comedian, so please take all advice with a grain of salt or a tab of molly if that's your thing. It's time to take some molly. For all your questions, quandaries, and problems, philosophical queries, she's got you covered. Take some. Take some. Welcome to Take Some Molly. I'm your host, Molly Golightly, a.k.a. Molly Smithson. And I am so sorry it's been a break between episodes. Things have been crazy. We've been kicking off our show. Uh, the big one is a weekly showcase now at Trash for Trash Amp Productions. That's at Etc. Eatery every Saturday at 9, so you should come hang out. Um, also been traveling a lot. But also, I just was procrastinating. I didn't couldn't motivate myself to spit words out of my mouth hole, you know, and believe that they would be good. So I decided to get a little meta, meta world news, you know, um, and deal with my own procrastination by talking about how you can avoid procrastination and how you can expand your creative energies and I guess just be mindful in how you're working, but also um, don't hold yourself to such high standards. You're great. You're amazing. You're listening to this. So like, obviously you're an intellectual but fun person who knows about the balance in life and how tough it can really be. Anyways, not to get emotional with you. Um, this will be a quick one. Perfect for your runs, perfect for your drive to work. I hope it pumps you up in the morning. You pop a molly and you're just ready to go. And that's why our first question is perfect. What's your morning routine and what are your suggestions for developing one? Firstly, I don't think my morning routine will be best for everyone. I don't think, I think you have to figure out your own routine and this is part of being like a human and accepting the weird mammalian part of ourselves that uh, that needs some stability and some patterns. That's just like a part of human nature. So first step is to record how you naturally spend your mornings and how you prefer to spend your whole day, right? Um, the thing that really helped me create a routine, because when I moved literally three years ago to today, which is crazy, I arrived in Portland, um, I hadn't had a routine for a while. I had been moving a lot. I had been through a breakup. Uh, my roommate, who is amazing, Morgan, who will be on this very shortly when she comes back and visits Portland slash moves here, I hope, um, we both like to party pretty late, and if not, just sit outside and drink and smoke cigarettes and so it wasn't a great routine that I was in one thing that really helped was my boyfriend getting up at six in the morning to go to work and I discovered I'm not a person who can fall back asleep like once my mind is going it's going so um so I ended up starting my day at six in the morning, but then not knowing what to do and really like feeling flustered about starting the day. Uh, started going to therapy. That's a great way to kind of help you figure out where the sticking points in your um, conscious journey through the day, I think, are. 
and realizing I wasn't exercising, I wasn't taking time to like actually breathe. Like I can, I still do this where I'm working and I catch myself holding my breath. And so based around that, I made it a priority to exercise in a way that like felt good to me. Firstly, I am a fucking, not agoraphobe, but maybe low key homebody. I'm like a like dowager countess or something who's just like holed up in a tower in the castle. And it's like beautiful once you go inside, so enchanting, but also very dusty. And she's wearing a wedding dress, you know? Um, that's the level of hold up I am in my house. And so I realized I'm not going to, even if I pay for a gym, I'm not going to go every day. I'm going to do it when I'm really feeling up. So every day I do yoga uh, from YouTube videos, Yoga with Adrian. But I also have this really awesome app that has, it's called Aptive. And it's got outdoor runs and it's got uh, yoga. So you can do something like that where it's through your headphones or through your speaker. Um and so I started doing that every morning, and now it's part of just what I do. I also make lists, like physically write down the things you are committing to do in that day. It's a contract with yourself. So write it down and sign your name to it because it's fun. And maybe it's a picture. Maybe it's a grid. I don't know. Do whatever you feel represents the things you want to do in that day. Um, and then just pick a time, whatever works best for you. It doesn't have to be mornings. Maybe it's 11 o'clock to 2 in the morning. But pick a time where you're starting that list. And then work until you're finished with it. Um, usually the later into a day I go, like the more tired I get. So I leave admin stuff or laundry or whatever for the afternoon. And then with doing comedy, that's also an active time for me. So I get active at night, 7 to 11, or whatever it might be, and go to shows and go to mics. So find a way, I would say take notes for two weeks on how you're spending your day every day. Write down a full calendar of 8, 9, 10, whenever the hours you are active. And then look at that, put up maybe a smiley or a star on good days, and look at what those days had in common. And then based on that, develop your routine, write it down every day, and after a few weeks, you'll find that it becomes kind of a compulsion. Next question, how do you deal with writer's block? Okay, the short answer every writer will tell you is just start writing. Um, my longer, more realistic answer, I think like keep writing but lower your standards for yourself. One trap I get into is I'm gonna write this big, huge project and this is my dream and then I just like sit down and it's not even writer's block necessarily but it's just thinking of this great idea and you don't even start putting it on paper so yeah sit down in front of a page or in front of a board whatever I have a whiteboard wall which I'm very into right now you can buy a paint kit at Lowe's um, I'll put the links in the comments but I really wish they were sponsoring me or something anyways write 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 it down um but also let your creative flow happen when it happens. So maybe you just jot down notes of different scenes 
in order to build an outline for the book that you're writing or the movie you're writing. Maybe you spend 15 minutes every day journaling about just random shit. You can find lists of writing prompts online and then just put them on popsicle sticks or like strips of paper and pull one every day. Make that part of your morning routine. I find I write better and I do better creatively in the morning too. Um, There are different like charts of circadian rhythms if you're into that kind of woo-woo shit that they tell you what to do. I've been thinking about moving my schedule around a little for that. Uh, Yeah. Trust that you will be creative. Put a piece of paper or whatever in front of you and just lower your standards. You're doing something amazing. You're saying you're creating something in the world. And creating is weird. Look at the platypus, right? So just create. How do you work from home and actually get shit done? This is a question um, that I've been lucky to develop over the last, I guess, four years. No, like three and a half, I guess. Um, I've worked from home. Firstly, this is so silly, but it's so true. And I sleep naked. So what I really mean by this is your hangout versus your work pajamas now you don't have to be dressed in work clothes okay lose that idea right out the gate but you do need to keep your hangout sweats different from your work sweats or work clothes and you need to make part of your routine changing and like getting ready to the bare minimum of I feel good when I look in the mirror I don't like hate myself a little bit which that's hard for all of us um actually that's not I've gotten over to that point where I'm like curl my eyelashes whatever I'm good to go this is me and it should be like that but whatever you need to do to feel like if you had to answer the door you wouldn't like try to delay and I don't know cover up or be embarrassed whatever so get to that point then you go to your designated space for working at a certain time I'm serious about this you need to be your own boss in more that ways than one you know that's why I make up little alter egos which does verge on crazy right but like Kanye said name one genius that ain't crazy I make up little alter egos. So Monica is the woman who gets me at my desk at nine o'clock. And then I have other ones, but they're more related to my other vices. So we won't go into that. Um, Cook all your meals. If you're at a desk like me, then you're probably working just typing with your hands, which gets very repetitive. Um, And you also don't feel connected to the world around you. You're staring into this portal into the internet. Like that's crazy, right? So you need to engage with the world via your food and that nourishes your body as well. It all goes into the holistic aspect of owning your life. So cook every meal. You can meal prep. You can have veggies cut. Like I usually make a sandwich or something. It takes under an hour. Um, And then I feel good and ready to go back to other stuff. That's when I usually, because I've eaten lunch and I'm sleepy, I'll do something more active, like put in laundry or go run errands or walk down to the mailbox and then get back to work. 
Um, but then make sure to get outside, like exercising, walking, maybe at a gym class or just with people one hour a day out of 24. I know it seems tough. Maybe it's half an hour, whatever you can do to get outside, even video chatting, talking with a friend, you need human connection every day. Cannot say it enough. Next cue. It's so impressive to me that you do comedy. Oh, thank you. But I'll hear that so much. Um, I've been interested in trying a mic, but I just can't get over the fear of getting up on stage. What did you do to start? Any tips? Okay, true story. I started comedy with every buffer, every bowling lane bumper that I could get my hands on. It was my actual birthday was the night uh, the comedy mic, one of the two in Asheville, I hope it's gotten better since then, uh, was going on. And I invited all of my friends, so they all had to come and laugh because it was my fucking birthday. Like the basic spoiled bitch that I can sometimes be. Shout out to Cancer Gemini Cusp. Uh, Anyways, I did that and it went great. And that was kind of that's when you dive in. I always say, like, I encourage every single person to try comedy just once because it's one of the things we're most afraid of. And if you can conquer that and do that, then, like, think about the other minor things in your life you can conquer. But I will say that being a comedian and continuing with it, even when you bomb, even when you say embarrassing things, is a compulsion. That's why I think a lot of us are so compulsive in other ways, whether it's smoking or drinking or whatever it might be, um, because we are already sharing our opinions and opening our mouths and trying to be, whether you think of it as the party host or the star of the show, I lean more towards party host, I hope. Um, that's something that you would be doing anyways. And I think you meet people when you say someone's a natural comedian, like that's what that means. And so I always think of it as like, I might as well be doing it in a place where it's socially acceptable. Uh, so if you feel like that's you, or maybe you just have funny, just get up and do it. Make all your friends go. If you can connect it to your birthday, that's great, too. Um, I made it my resolution that year, too, and that's when I did it. But also, it was a time when I was feeling very creative because, like I mentioned, I was going through all this crazy shit. And when you get out of your comfort zone, you do get more creative and more edgy and you have shit to talk about. Um, so if you're going through that, I mean, try stand-up comedy. Like, the worst that can happen is you fully bomb, you never do it again, whatever. It's one time, it's three minutes of your life. And if you're afraid of the audience, just think to yourself, Thomas Lundy once said this, and I'm summarizing. Um, on your deathbed and on theirs, is this going to be the moment of your life that you're reflecting on? Probably not. So fucking do it. Nike. What should I do? This is the next question. What should I do when I have a project to start but don't know where to begin? Uh... The number one thing I do is envision 
the tiniest steps. So if I'm like back in the winter of last year when I was in the throes of depression, I'd lay in bed and like be on my phone and think to myself, I need to get moving. But then what is the point? And like not having those time uh, sensitive barriers for yourself really makes it hard, right? But then the way I kind of overcame that mentally, uh, let's be real, with the addition of an SSRI at that time, was to, what's the word? Just envision like the smallest step you can. So say you're laying in bed, you're on your phone. Step one, throw your right, left foot, right foot, whatever. Throw your foot out of the bed, put your other foot on the ground, walk to the bathroom, brush your teeth, wash your face. And then where do you need to go from there? You're up, you're ready to go. Put your phone in another room if that's your like thing. That's where all get time sucks a lot of the time. Um, <clears throat> so I guess this had project to start. I was just thinking of like where to start the day. Uh, do the same sort of deal, but with the steps that need to be accomplished. So why don't you write out the three biggest goals to be accomplished for this project. And then under that, right, the next three steps that fall under that goal. And then under that, right, the next three tactics that you need to do, the next three, make it like a tree. You can write it on a whiteboard, you can write it on a big piece of paper. If you're working on a big project, they'll record this, create the foundation, and then either start tackling the tasks in the order that makes sense, put deadlines on things as you go, and then you can adjust them later, but just have that in mind. And then start assigning those projects or start working a lot and chip, on, chip away at it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So this is kind of the opposite though, or the next step of that. I've been working on planning a musical music festival <clears throat> for the last few months, but I feel lost in the minutia. I know there are big things to get done, but I start then get sidelined by a small task. Help, help is on the way right here on Take Somali. I do this all the fucking time. First of all, you should look into if you have ADHD because that's a big part of it. Um, and it's okay if you do because there's lots of flyers. In fact, I need to get one out that my counselor, my therapist, gave me. Um, so with that, I would say go back to that plan. If you didn't make a plan, that's okay. It's okay to make a late plan. Like the plan just shouldn't be, there is no plan. At least when it comes to projects, to work, to creative things. There should be a plan, there should be a flow. It's yin and yang, baby. Um, so go back to that plan and then ask for help. If you're planning a music festival, other people need to be with you and other people want to be with you. People want to engage in your community. So ask for help. But also remember the plan, work smart, not hard. Make sure you're exercising because that makes you more productive. And be proud of yourself for planning a music festival. Way to go. Like, good for you. Those are all our questions this week on Take Somali. This has been a little, a little snack episode because I'm a little snack. Thick snack. 
Take Some Molly is a Trash Amp production starring me, Molly Golightly, uh, a.k.a. Molly Smithson. That's Mall I Golightly on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the World Wide Web at mollygolightly.com. Music and mixing are by the rad Juliana Bigelow. Uh, if you're in Portland, make sure to follow Trash Amp Productions at trash.amp. That's at T-R-A-S-H dot A-M-P. And we've got shows coming up every Thursday and Saturday. Thursday is 7 p.m. at the Jade Lounge in Southeast Portland, hosted by Benton and Eddie of between the lines another great podcast and uh, of course the big one hosted by yours truly at etc eatery that's right next to the fulton pub down in southwest make the trip maybe you can come swim at my pool um so yeah we'll talk to you later love you all Mwah.